Today is an exciting Saturday, an extremely, ex extremely exciting Saturday. I did not know my Saturday would start at such a good note. I am with none other than the one true reason why this podcast is out here published and why you're listening to my voice. She is an amazing, inspirational actor, a, a, um, a stand-up comedian. She is an artist, an extremely creative person. Her art is there on social media and for her friends to show to the rest of the world. And she's someone who is extremely creative and walks the talk. We have none other than, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together if you have them uh, free <laughs> for Emma Estrada. Hi. Thank you for having me, Sandeep. I'm really excited to be here too. Great way to spend my Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is great. I I wanted to um, let everyone know how how special this is for me because. I've been asking Emma <laughs> for her time for some for, for, for a while now and it feels like you know I am uh, at that stage when you you know when you when you um, grow up watching these Bollywood or uh, Hollywood stars being being hounded for interviews <laughs> and then um, when when you finally land one how great you feel <laughs> yeah that's the kind of feeling I have oh well, I'm no Bollywood star but thank you but I guess uh, yeah, like how we were talking about how I, you know, I, I guess, I guess I put people on a pedestal. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. We'll figure this out. Yeah. Um, so what's up? What's going on, Emma? Uh, we can totally turn this into a therapy session. I'd love to, to break down those mm -hmm. ideas with you. But what's mm -hmm. going on? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, what's up with you? What's up with me? Uh, just working, doing comedy, and writing hosting mm -hmm. shows making shows now live theater in la yeah trying to, to stay alive i guess literally driving is dangerous <laughs> yeah i guess i'm just uh i don't know i guess when, you know when people ask you like how's your day going it's like right. or how's your life going what are you doing it's like where do i begin right like do you want me to tell you what i ate for breakfast or do you want me to like <laughs> i guess i'm just you know What's the uh, most exciting uh, thing right now going on in your life? I feel like right now in my life, I'm like doing things. Like I'm taking opportunities and I'm making opportunities happen, which is, which is interesting. What kind of opportunities? Like making a comedy show, you know, contacting venues in Los Angeles and like reaching out. It's, it's more, it's empowering to me instead of like, waiting for someone to come to me and be like, would you like to come on this show? Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. How long uh, has, has it taken for you to reach this stage where people are reaching out to you as opposed to you? Honestly, so I started stand-up about, like, during the pandemic. Right. I started stand-up stand-up, like, a few years ago, but I wasn't really ready for it. And so I stopped, and then I came back to it during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, but it's only been about a year and a few months and I feel like people are reaching out to me about shows and things like that. Also, 
I sort of hit the ground running. Like I did a lot of mics every week and, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it wavers. I can't keep that up consistently or else I will get sick, but, um, yeah. So I guess it happened pretty well, you know, it happened like in a few, like, I guess about around eight months, people started being like, would you want to be on this show? You want to mm -hmm. be on this show? Beautiful. Yeah. And I also wrote, write things down that I want and I'm like, I right. want to be on two shows a week. Right. And then keep looking at that and then it sort of happens and it, you know, right. you have right. to put a little into it. Do you believe in that kind of stuff? Like writing things down and like manifesting things that you want or like, do you have a sort of mm -hmm. faith beyond just logical brain yeah i mean yeah of course yeah i do i do i do totally and for me i'm a little i think i'm a little uh, i struggle with discipline and laziness so i don't write things down but i manifest by talking it out loud <laughs> <laughs> that's how this podcast uh, came into existence by me manifesting it and me talking about it with every single person i would meet and uh, when i had the accountability thing at uh, liz's sacred art gathering i made myself accountable for this thing so I kept talking about it with every single person in my family my circle outside of the current circle and and it's real now so yeah even with calisthenics and fitness I've I've done that so yeah no I'm totally with you I love it I love it I love it I love it so <clears throat> I don't know Emma if you know the coveted position you are in um, a lot of people in the world want to move to LA a lot of people want to get this experience and a lot of people take that plunge mm. without being born and raised here or without having anything to start with mm. let's say someone from a foreign country or from a different state or even from LA wants to start stand up what would your advice or tips be for them based on your experience in the past one, one and a half years and where you've gotten to based on that experience? That's a great question. I love to ask great questions and I, I, I uh, give one brownie point to my guests who say that's a great question. <laughs> Take note, future guests. Just compliment Sandeep on every question he asks. Right. That's another great question. <laughs> Sandeep, love... where do you come up with these questions? <laughs> I don't know. It's intelligent brain. Wow. Yeah. Has anyone ever told you you're really good at asking questions? Yeah, I know. I've been told that I'm very good at asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Oh, yeah. The good one? Or... The good one. <laughs> oh, the, the good one before. Oh, the very good one. <laughs> the very, very good one. Um, well, the question was uh, advice for advice. beginners. First of all, I don't know what to say because I don't want to. Or share your experience with your beginners and what or and what you would have done differently if you were to go back or to give advice to people based on your experience, just your experience. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. If that question, if that good question made sense. <laughs> I Damn, I'm on a roll. <laughs> you're just knocking through that. <laughs> you have a built-in drum kick. On you. I realized that. Yeah. What are all, what do they all do? 
So do you want, if you want this, then you'd have to give a very good answer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sweating now. <laughs> it's like a reality show and you win a million dollars and someone comes out with like a car and I'm like, I, okay. I would say write every day. Uh, yeah, that's the best one. Write every day or like talk to text. A lot of people don't like to write. Um, right. Also, make sure your health's the priority too. Like you're gonna have to sacrifice a lot to do it because stand-up is that starts out as a hobby and it can continue to be a hobby. You can be whatever you want it to be. It can be you know therapy, a hobby, you know a craft, whatever it is for you. But I think if you're if you're just like I think what I did was I, I went a little too hard and I was like, oh, I got to do all the mics. I got to do all of them. And I sort of forgot, like, I need to have a balance and, and also see my friends and sleep. <laughs> but and you do sacrifice sleep or, or at least something, you know, friendship. Like, you can't go to friends' parties or, like, um, you know, you... I guess it's just, yeah, you have to sort of... Instead of inviting discipline, maybe inviting enthusiasm for what you're doing and just get excited about like what you have to say or like an idea you hear. Also take notes, take notes, everything. Use, I like to use my iPhone notes and if I hear something funny or someone says something funny, I'll steal it and be like, that's hilarious. <laughs> if they're not a comic, especially I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah I'm going to say that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'll even be with someone and they're like, that's a good bit. You should write that down. And sometimes I'm like, yes. And sometimes I'm like, no, that's fine. Thank you. Because um, people give me like tips all the time. They're like, you should do that for comedy. I'm like, no, dad, I'm good. I don't think <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, write every day. Um, take time to do stuff that's good for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, enjoy it. Like, enjoy these opportunities. Because you, you get to meet so many people doing it. Mm -hmm. And also create your own stuff. Create your own stuff. Be kind to everyone you meet. Like, there's certain things, like, etiquette with it. Like, you kind of have to, like, you know, clap. Don't talk when someone's up there. Like, listen to people. Go go to people's shows. Um, that's where I'm at right now. Like, instead of... I used to be like, oh, how do I get people to come to my shows? Now I'm like, I need to go to more people's shows. <laughs> right. Changes. Right. Yeah. Right. Like the giving thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's funny. The more you give... Uh, it's counterintuitive. You'll be like, hey, you know, you want it to all to yourself. You don't want to give, you don't want to give, you don't want to give. But in life, the more you give, somehow you get. Yeah, you feel a the, the reward of that. Do you, do you feel like you are more of a giver? How do you give to people? It's a very, uh, you know, <laughs> that's a, I love that question. I'm so glad you asked me that because. I see good questions. Uh, no wonder we're friends. <laughs> We both crack. We both ask good questions. Um, Should we talk about how we know each other too? Yeah. Okay. So I met Emma at um, a meditation event that I host at Venice Muscle Beach. Emma and Liz had. Uh, Liz is my sister. Yeah, Liz is Emma's sister, and and yeah, they showed up, and and fortunately that was. I, I would say fortunately because I made great friends out of you guys. So fortunately, that was I think the second time I was hosting, and and you guys could see my light only. Otherwise, I would have been just sitting there, and someone else would have been hosting, and you wouldn't have known me. So things just happen. You know, it's funny in life. 
we are meant to be sitting here <laughs> things had to happen a certain way for us to be sitting here yeah like that had that chain of events elizabeth had to ask me yeah every go. single thing in life has to yeah. So, yeah, anyway, I keep getting spilled. But why? Why does every single thing have to happen? You know what? Like, I get what you're saying. I'm playing the devil's advocate right now. (laughs) And why? um, So, like, you're saying, I have had to have met you there. We have to know each other. Like, it's it's meant to be sort of thing. And uh, it's it's funny. uh, My friend had to have left the country and decide not to host the meditation. And I, being at the right place at the right time and deciding to, hey, you know what, I'm gonna lead and not just sit and follow. And me taking the plunge at the right time and no one else showing up and no one else really taking the plunge and you know me capturing an opportunity that was there. So what happened? He left and he was like, we need someone to... No, he left and... and I started. I continued. Yeah. Are you still doing it? Yeah, it's today, this evening. Yeah, I have, we have hundred members on WhatsApp right now, and Mike and I are admins, and we started with nothing, and like hundred members, and these members are like, you know, the kind of conversations I have in these meditation groups. They, these are not like high and low. A lot of them are like good friends, so a lot of deep connections. Yeah. Do you, do you, does it take you a long time to feel connected to someone or are you sort of, because you're a very outgoing, friendly individual, right. people right. love you, right. like it's, you're charming, like right. people right. gravitate Ooh, I to love, you. I love Emma. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I'm not stroking your ego, I mean right. it, like that's just how you come right. off in the right. world. Right. So right. for you, I'm curious, like, did you read a book or are you just naturally like, like everyone loves so I've always been a, a very nice guy <laughs> I've been a kind guy <laughs> always I've never hurt people that's how I am you know I feel weird hurting anyone because you know I, I feel I feel bad I feel guilty regretful mm. if if my actions are you know so I'm, I'm nice mm. yeah um, and uh, I think a lot of um, I learned through uh, this guy called Arash mm. um You'll hear an interview with Arash soon. He's one of the most social guys I've ever met. He he became fr- uh, he and I were friends in uh, Sherman Oaks. Mm. He's one of my besties, mm. and he's one of the most social guys you you'll ever meet. And mm. just by observing him, um, and and yeah, uh, this last year I decided to just go all out and love everyone. Mm. And weirdly, when I say to myself before. So before entering a social gathering, I say to myself that everyone loves me and I love them. Because mm. there's this social anxiety that also crops in because you're going to meet like, you know, 15 people and then you have to break ice and you have to talk and you have to be nice and you can't be that weird guy sitting in the corner. So, you know what I mean? So that's when I, you know, I program myself, you know, Sandeep, you know, they all love you and you love them all. Just go for it. Then I go, smile, I talk, I have a good time. <laughs> I mean, there are some techniques in programming that I use. <laughs> yeah, it gets you in that mind. Yeah. I, I love how, how uh, I love the questions. In none of these, none of the interviews that I've conducted, the ball has been uh, pushed to <laughs> my side of the court. <laughs> People don't ask. No, not a lot. 
Yeah, this is good. Yeah. What are, I'm really curious about your parents. Ooh, damn. Yeah, yeah. What are they like? They are very, very... Uh, They're living in India? Yeah. Uh, my dad passed away last year, but he was like one of the most fun dads or guys ever. Like, I'm not even BSing and not exaggerating because <laughs> he's my dad. Like, yeah, he's one of the chillest guys ever. So. How is he fun? Is he like a jokester? Is he just... Yeah, very easygoing. Mm. Not, not a loud mouth, but just gets along with everyone regardless of their age. He's one of the most, he's one of the friendliest guys in my family. Yeah. And my mom is very active and dynamic and get things done. My dad was on the lazy side. My dad, my mom worked for both of them. <laughs> As in, <laughs> in terms of uh, physical fitness. <laughs> yeah, As in, yeah, my mom's very active. She's pretty fit. Yeah. And yeah, you, yeah, you'll see my mom. They're pretty dynamic. Yeah. Is that where you got your love for calisthenics? Um, I think I always wanted to be fit. And I saw a lot of calisthenics folks getting, uh, you know, in the physique and the shape that I always wanted to be in. Uh. And, uh, and I was like, hey, this is my answer to all the questions. Because, you know, you go to the gym, you, you do this, you do that. At the end of the day, you also want a nice physique, right? Yeah. And then Why? I saw every calisthenics athlete has a certain lean, fit physique. And I was like, hey, this is the answer to all my questions. So calisthenics is like arms? Body weight. Okay. Just pull-ups, push-ups, mm. dips. I feel like that's and a natural yeah. look. Right. Yeah, whereas like just bench pressing right. and like that, it's not bad. It's just like, it doesn't... Also... It's not really, I feel like that's not sustainable sometimes. And also how, I don't know, then you throw in steroids and like everyone's. And then also what if you work on your arms too much and then your legs are right, just not. Right. <laughs> right, no, I can, I can go on and on into it. I want to make sure I cover a little bit more about you because um, otherwise th that's a whole, whole, whole topic. Um, in terms of, let me give you a quick gist of that. In terms of body weight and and um, muscle or weightlifting, what I've heard is, oh, in terms of weightlifting, what I've heard is when you pump those muscles, your joints, which is elbow, shoulder, wrist, knees, they don't get stronger at the same rate as your muscles. So there's more pounding on, on these. Mm. And back and hip muscles to these joints so a lot of weightlifters they end up getting uh, knee injury or back back pain um, down the line after doing you know un unnatural lifting mm. of weight that's what i've read in in one of the calisthenics books so mm. maybe that's the calisthenics guy marketing calisthenics <laughs> so. Now I want to do calisthenics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I do it with you one day? Please, please. Okay, I would please, love to. You please, because I work out with Liz every, every chance I get. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so you should join us. I would love to join you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, I want to. Yeah, I want to. Uh, yeah, that's that's a life goal. Life goal to get me to do calisthenics. <laughs> no, not to teach good you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but to get people to. Like it, um, to become a coach. 
calisthenics coach a yoga instructor oh my god a life coach a podcast uh, create a brand around it acting host stand up you know create that brand i want to do all of it i can totally see you're doing it yeah you're doing it. yeah <laughs> do you want to have like one on ones with people i love how this interview turned into you asking oh. questions but i'm loving it yeah go on sorry. i'm like treating this like it's my podcast no, no, like, it's so. okay yeah go ahead do you want to have one on one how does the business look to you or like what does it look like to, what I, you- I haven't really thought it out and that's i think something I, i need to work on right now i have uh, bits and pieces in my in my mind i'm like hey you know what i'm going to create a brand around being a yoga instructor a calisthenics coach um being um you know having a gymnastics and circus background a life coach meditation um someone who throws events life coach uh, today already say that yeah it's been it okay <laughs> <laughs> okay, pardon me. <laughs> That happens to me sometimes. Um and yeah, stand up and acting and host. So all of this, you know, somehow <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love how I feel about what I said. No, but yeah, that's how I see my friend playing out as and I don't know how I'm going to do it. And that's I guess where I'm looking at you and everyone else in the world for inspiration because Right now I'm following paths. I'm I'm mm. seeing who's done what and I'm trying to copy what they're doing and mm. and catch up. I'm playing a catch up game right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is the best step, like one of the best steps you could take. Right. Because people find you. Right. That's how I find people and businesses is like through their podcasts and right. also word of mouth and events uh-huh. um and media. So Right. Right. Really just a matter of exposure and and like continuing to do it the consistency right. we went consistency. back to that before right. is consistency right. and consistency is really difficult because obstacles will arise there's just no doubt about it and um i think honestly for me it's kind of hard to just keep doing something like an like an like a military professional so for me i'm always just like if i get off the horse i'll just get back on the horse like with i have a podcast too you know and i yeah. don't and i stopped it because you you did yeah i was wondering why whether cuz i've listened to curly hair i've listened to uh one with kajan um with uh, uh forest villa yeah so okay the thing is is like I I think I did something wrong which is where I said I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. Right. So I had my first season and then I was like I'll do my second season. And right. now I'm kind of like waiting between to start the third season because I'm like where is this going? What is this really about? Because I have like soul episodes and then I also have right. episodes with other people in them like comedians mostly and writers and musicians and stuff. But I feel like I also wanted to get new equipment to um I had technological issues so all these issues were arising mm-hmm. and I was like this just feels like I, I'd rather just focus on other things right now what kind of technological issues well my laptop just ah, okay. died on me okay. so I'm <laughs> okay. I'm in the process of saving up to get a new laptop oh man and okay. I also want to get like proper equipment and so it's all these things that I'm like are on my list um hmm. but I also don't like need it like I could use Elizabeth's laptop and I could right. use the mic that I already have but I just wanted to, I want to I want to take it out and bring it out into the world 
in a way that just sounds better right. and and I want to feel good about it mm -hmm. and like get really good cover art and all that stuff. So I don't mind waiting until I have what I need to start. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, someone might look at that and be like, well, you're just afraid and you're procrastinating and you can just start before you're ready. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yes, I see what you're saying. And I say that myself, but I also don't want to do that because I don't want to get like five episodes in and be like, what am I doing? You know, like I have friends that they have a podcast. My friend has a podcast called date a week and every week, you know what you're getting. Yeah. It's an episode, it's 30 minutes and someone's talking about their dating life, best and worst date. Um, you know, like you listen to, you made it weird with Pete Holmes. He's a comedian. He's talking to comedians and writers and actors and it's like two hours. And then at the end he'll talk about faith and God and spirituality. And that's his thing. And I feel like I don't have a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm just sort of like, Ooh, look at this. Um, look at this woman who's, uh, a, uh, a therapist and interested in sex and interested in, humans and all and like i want to talk to her oh look at this movement artist i want to talk to them look at this comedian i want to talk to them i also want to just talk to my friends so i'm sort of just figuring out what it is right now and that's why it's on hold that was a really long winded no answer, no but, but uh, so you're saying um you want to talk to these people that's a that's a minus or a plus right now like it's a bad thing or a good thing you mean it's a bad thing, right? Because you want to make yes. sure it's like you, you have a certain direction. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I want to know how long the episodes are going to be. I want to know, like, is it going to be just free form? Is this a free form pod? Like, do you have a limit, time limit? I have 45 minutes in, in mind. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So that's a good amount of time that keeps people's attention. Because right. um, I realized after my first two episodes, even for the person who's they're on the other side of the table, they get tired because they want to know when it's, it's always good to know the agenda, at least something in mind, you know, because they're like, hey, you know what, when is this going to get over? Mm. Yeah, so they can relax into now. Or not, maybe that's what me, I'm thinking because they never said that. <laughs> You're thinking that I'm that's, thinking because, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. yeah, I would, I would think that or not. I don't know if, yeah, if the conversation is really good, then maybe. How good could be a con? How good could be a conversation with me? I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> For you to give two and a half hours and not care about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so how? Uh, so was podcast the first thing that you started? Yeah. Let's let's talk about your journey into the creative space. How did you start becoming creative? Uh, and um did you always get into, wanted to want to get into all these different kinds of professions what happened how did one what happened one and a half years ago or yeah did you want to walk people through a timeline yeah i would love to so i started in college um which college did you go to so i went to moore park college for two years moore park for two years and okay so how old were you by, college. at that time i was like 18 19 20. you were 18 and more part two years. What kind of what? What did you study? So at Moore Park, I did general education, and that was great because I got exposed to a lot of different ideas and topics and subjects like philosophy and anthropology, and I met a lot of interesting people and I talked to professors, and that's where I first like learned about philosophy and started expanding my worldview. Um, and I and I and I did English classes there. Okay. And I was going to study philosophy, but I. 
I don't know why what happened. There was one class, it was like a Shakespeare class. And if I was gonna declare English, I had to take it, so I took it. But um, I always wonder what would happen if I studied philosophy instead. But anyway, so after I did Moore Park, I transferred to UC Berkeley up north, and I was there for like- Transferred after two years? Okay. And I transferred there for, and I was there for two and a half years. Um, I took a leave of absence after my second year because mm -hmm. I failed my last semester. Thank you. That was me giving a high five because you know what? Failure is a stepping stone to success. Mm. <laughs> okay, continue. I want to know more about that. That's interesting to me. But yeah, let's go. Let's not get distracted. Okay. Um, yeah, so I failed and then I and then I went back here and I did stand up and, and acting and all that. So stuff. UC Berkeley, what did you study? English. Oh, okay. English. So at that when you were at 18, did you know that you wanted to get into no. all this? No. I've always been a dancer and I've always been a writer and mostly poet. I mostly wrote poetry and like I kept a lot of journals and I would write like a story here and there. But I was a very blocked writer. I was very shy and scared of writing. Um, and then I sort of <clears throat> went to college and I took actual writing classes and was like so always as in uh, what what age do you see yourself starting i started writing when i was like seven oh wow or eight like i there's some poems that i have from like i would give poems to my family as gifts Beautiful. my teachers and stuff like that and i would just i don't know i always liked it because i always loved to read and when you read i think writing is just goes beautiful. hand in hand so okay this is beautiful okay so um, seven years old, you started writing, so that's the earliest memory of you being creative. Yeah. Well, the earliest memory yeah. of me being creative <laughs> is I was in preschool uh -huh. and I took a marker and I wrote, I drew all over the floor. Uh -huh. And my teacher got so mad at me. And uh -huh. she put me in the corner of the room behind like this bookshelf so uh -huh. I couldn't see anything. Right. And I had to sit there the rest of the class. And I, and I remember <laughs> that because it was the first sign to me where it was like, I don't know. It, it just felt like an attack on my creativity in general. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is the way the world works. And I think I was like four maybe, but I remember that vividly. You mm. know how you remember certain mm. experiences of yeah, your life totally. and you're like, why totally. do I remember that? And it's actually very significant. Totally, totally. And I remember my, my uh, one of my significant uh, events is trying to play cricket and falling down batting in front of a girl I had a crush on for 10 years. And I'm good at cricket. And the bowler balls and I fall and she laughs. <laughs> and that broke my heart. <laughs> and I was like, Shandeep, first of all, she laughed. But second, bro, you were good at this shit. <laughs> You're not supposed to fall. <laughs> this was your time to shine. <laughs> you could have fallen playing soccer because <laughs> you have no sense of direction when you're kicking. <laughs> but cricket, no. Um, anyway, so... India? Yeah, uh, Nepal. Nepal. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll conduct a, a conversation about me because I have an interesting, very interesting life. Mm. <laughs> um, so, four years old, preschool, you, okay. So, growing up, what kind of a kid were you? Were you sensitive? Uh, I know that you, uh, I've heard that you've been, you were goofy and you, you were the fun, you know, fun one, as in people would, the, the funny one, not the fun one. People would make fun of you and stuff, or no, you'd be goofy. 
I'd be goofy, yeah. and people would make fun yeah, of me. Yeah, so you'd, yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd the, the comic. The comic, yeah, the right. clown. Everyone thought I was a little weird. Right. I always got in trouble with my teachers for talking right. too much. I always tried to make the class laugh right. at the expense of my own like right. dignity. Mm. I'd always try to make my mom laugh when she was upset. You know, like it was just. Why? Why? Uh, why do you think? Uh, um, how did the the comedy, uh, com- the funny Emma, develop? I think. For a few reasons, it's very layered, but um, humor is the best medicine in my belief. Beautiful. And I, when there's a lot of pain, I feel like humor is the best way to 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 process it for me. And I mean, maybe not for other people, but it mm-hmm. worked for me. And so when my mom was upset, I didn't know what to do. And so my only way to process it was to make a joke out of it. And then she would laugh, and I'd be like, "Whoa, that's so powerful." <laughs> she was just so angry, and now she's like laughing, <laughs> and it's such a good feeling mm-hmm. to to have something connect with someone else, and then they're like, "Uh huh." But then I became a laugh whore, and I was just like, laugh at all my jokes, and it was bad. But um, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoy entertaining people. I've always, in high school, I would always want to host Hell events yeah. and like, nice. you know, tr- be on stage or yeah. like, I always, I always loved that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> this is beautiful. Yeah. So humor <coughs> has always been a way that I've just like deflected from pain and stuff, but also just, um, I love like comedy and TV, like mm-hmm. comedy shows and stuff like that. So, um, mm-hmm. so, okay. Um, seven, you write and, um, uh, high school, you had a, you, you have any interesting stories from high school? How were you like growing up in high school? I was kind of, how were you in studies and stuff? Studies, I was okay. In terms of friendships and social circle studies, everything. This is such a good question. Wow. I feel like I'm really processing stuff to live doing this, but um, I was I was an okay student. I also didn't really care about what I was learning, so I think that impeded me a lot. There was a lot of kids around me who were like very successful and doing great, and I was like, but I also wasn't a terrible student. I also um, got in with the, my teachers, so I would try to like be on their good side oh, and like be yeah, friends with lovely. them. Yeah. yeah, and then they would give me a better grade, right. or like I would feel like we'd have a camaraderie. So we had it was a nice experience. Right. And, um, I don't know with kids, it was sort of like, I didn't really fit in into any one group. I was always kind of like an outcast. And I remember I would spend a lot of like during my senior year of high school or junior year, I would spend a lot of lunches in the library mm-hmm. because I just didn't, I didn't like the whole social mm-hmm. politics of lunchtime. I was like, <laughs> I, this is weird. I feel like I don't fit in. I don't know how to make conversation with someone. Right. Like, I feel like people would make comments to me and I would just be like, cause I was not a cute girl. I was right. like, I had acne, I had braces, I had frizzy hair. Right. I had makeup that didn't match my skin tone. Like I was, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Sandy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't cute. So I think mm-hmm. that I felt very insecure. And so humor was a way that I would like, mm-hmm. people liked me. And then when I got to college, I started caring about what I was learning and I did really well. And I got like a 4.0 and everything. But mm-hmm. then I went to UC Berkeley and that was like a very difficult academic school. <laughs> and I was not really caring about what I was learning about. Kind of, not really. Some stuff, yes. Um, my extracurriculars outside of school is where I got really into like uh, product, like TV production, film production, comedy, oh, wow. like writing, making your own videos, stuff like that is where I really was like, I like this. When was all this? Like in school as in high school? College, College. In, in UC Berkeley, UC University. 
Oh, wow. I started more getting into creating and stuff. A lot of different things happened. I also had a boyfriend at the time who was very creative and he mm -hmm. was a painter. So right. I was like, oh my God, I, I couldn't understand painting. And that's right. when I got into paint. I was actually very depressed at right. uh, UC Berkeley for like a year or so. And um, as a lot of people are there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, and so I, I, I found, I was living in a co-op and they had a piano there and they had a painting room and an art room. So I started painting, I started playing piano. And I also found this book called The Artist's Way. And I just stayed up all night reading it, I remember. And it's just basically break, broken down. Have you heard of it? No. It's by Julia Cameron. She was married to Martin Scorsese. She's a writer, film screenwriter. Mm -hmm. And she, my mom is actually at a retreat of hers right now in New Mexico. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but she really got me into like, just, just do it. Just do, do, just try things that you're interested in mm -hmm. and just like, and there's tools that she has, like write three pages every single day. Mm -hmm. Don't think just write. Um, so I do that. Take yourself out on a date every week, an artist date just by yourself. No one else is allowed to come. Mm -hmm. Um, who, what are you, some of your ideal, like she asks you interesting questions. Like what are some of your ideal lives? Mm -hmm. or um what's your earliest memory of being like made fun of for your art or mm -hmm. making art or like when your parents think of she has a chapter on money when your parents think of um artists what do they think of starving art you know so mm -hmm. you just kind of really unblock like all these walls you have with making stuff mm -hmm. and i did that a few times and that really opened me up to different mediums and um with stands up it just sort of felt like i took a class and with my mom and that was just like amazing because it helped me like really get into writing an mm -hmm. actual joke and um that was great and now and i i used to not write every day now i write every day mostly except for like a couple days a week but and i only write for like 20 minutes mm -hmm. and i do my morning pages before that three pages and then i'll write for 20 minutes and i'm like all right i did it because if I, I can't go longer. I've tried. I went to somewhere to, mm -hmm. everyone's like, I'm going to move somewhere and write my novel. <laughs> no, that is not sustainable. I love you. <laughs> I love your body language. Oh, thank you. It's like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to, you can't just be like, let's say, for example, you're a very overweight person. You're fat. And you're like, I'm going to, uh -huh. I'm going to go on this diet for two weeks mm -hmm. and I'm going to work out every single day and I'm going to lose all this weight. Right. Okay, great. And then what? Right. That's literally two weeks of your life. You have to make it a practice right. if you want to actually see consistency. And you know what? Some of the times it's just shit. I'll have weeks, weeks, months where I'm like, not months, maybe like a month where I'm like, nothing is happening. Like I'm, I'm in like a slump right now where I'm kind of, but I, I'm nearing the edge of that slump creatively where I see a light and it's just a matter of me sitting down and just like connecting the dots. Cause mm -hmm. there's so many stages of creating too. Right, right, right. You know, there's the pre-process, there's the actual in the process and there's the sharing process. And then there's like the, it never really dies cause you might use it later on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, did I answer your question? Yeah, you did, you did. I, I have like three other questions as a result of that. and. I want to make sure I don't forget these. So I'm just going to ask. Want to write them down? Yeah. I want to make sure I we walk through your your st uh, stand-up routine mm. uh, writing process. Mm. And also touch up, touch a little bit on UC Berkeley, mm. um, the kind of music production and experience you got 
with different tools and editing there a little bit on that because I see I've seen you make really good videos and you know there was a video where there's this white shirt and the shirt gets <laughs> taken out again and again you know when I was watching I was like I want to make this shit but I don't know how to make this the white shirt <laughs> remember the white shirt of course you know remember the white shirt oh the you angel? made the video lips of an angel no the white shirt video in your house the guy he's wearing a white shirt oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah I didn't make that my friend made that yeah so when I was watching I was like I want to learn how to make that st- that kind of stuff and then when I watch your videos I'm like how is her video and hey hey that was the first part of my conversation with Emma for the second part please look up the link with part 2 Sandeep or Sandeep getting deep with Sandeep Sandeep or Sandeep getting deep with